Good everyone, this is Rita Join, and welcome to the Unbox Your Give podcast, how to switch your passion to a profession. That's the agenda that we're talking about on this podcast, how to turn a passion into a profession. And I received a question, and the question is, what is the role of motivation in success? What is the role of motivation in success? In a short answer, very little. We all want motivation. So motivation is what I think, it's I think we've just been, we've been telling ourselves it's what we need in order to get enthused about what we need to do, enthused to make the phone call, enthused to go out for some exercise, enthused to go and put some effort in. But in, in actual fact, the way to really be able to answer the question, the role of motivation, is that it's really habit. Success is really just series of habits that lead to that level of success. And I truly, truly believe that because if you have ever waited for inspiration or motivation to do something, how long did you wait? Like if you put the clock on, like, like your alarm on, and to wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning or 5 a.m. in the morning when it's cold, when it's dark, are you motivated when the alarm goes off or do you click the snooze button? Like, are you motivated to get out of bed at 5 a.m. and go for a walk or go for some level of exercise? It's not motivating. Like, motivation is hardly there when you need it. Like, I really need some inspiration. If you get writer's block, if you're trying to write a policy and you work for government, if you are looking to write sales copy, or if you're looking to put a presentation together and you're looking for inspiration for the story or for the angle or how you're going to express your idea properly, inspiration doesn't really kick in when you need it. Motivation doesn't like support you, give you that enthusiasm boost. If you go to a motivation seminar and they're great, but once you leave that room a week later, two weeks later after the seminar room, you kind of need that seminar again to get that motivated spirit up and up and at them, right? And so really motivation is nothing more for success to take place from what I understand it to be and from what I've interviewed people and from the habits that I have really looked into, the way that you're going to entertain success in your life as a mum, as a dad, as a psychologist, as a psychotherapist, as an electrician, as a lawyer, as an entrepreneur, as a citizen of anything that you want to do, it really derives from habit. And once you have habit, then you're not waiting for inspiration. We are not waiting for motivation because it's never there when we need it, right? That's why it struggled. That's why, I mean, I have to say for myself, I've always, I've struggled to want to exercise on a consistent basis. I used to do it so well. Like when I was at university and straight out of university, I would exercise all the time. And then I just kind of got, no, nah, I don't feel like doing it anymore. But I know it's important for my body. And so what happened was I came across a book and this book was telling me about, um, it's actually by Norman Deutsch and it's called The Brain's Way of Healing. It's a really great book. And he talks about neuroplasticity and how the brain changes itself. And there, there was a, some work done with some senior citizens, like I'm talking people who have, you know, some, you know, arthritis in their knees and, you know, getting them to do exercise was really hard work because they were in pain when they did it. And so what they decided to do was they decided to uh, put them in this group called an African walking group. And in this group, they would say, okay, you're only allowed to walk 10 minutes a day, three times a day. That's all you're allowed to do. You can't do more, even if you think you want to do more, 
because they were trying to curb the enthusiasm. Because when you start anything new, you're like, I'm going to go and smash it. And that's great, but you don't want to smash it for a week and then kind of dwindle down week two. And so because they were trying to, you know, elevate the level of health in these senior citizens who had pain and rheumatoid arthritis and all their joints, they were just trying to make sure that that becomes a habit. Because there will be a time when they, they, they don't feel like it and it's cold outside or, you know, they just don't feel like getting outside. They've got to put a habit into them. So what they asked them to do, these senior citizens, is they asked them to just go for, in a group, so there was a coach with them, an instructor with them, they would go for a walk for 10 minutes, three times a day. Three times a week, sorry, not three times a day, three times a week. Then slowly, every two weeks, they would increase the time. They would increase the time to 12 minutes and then 15 minutes. and then So they would increase this time over every two weeks. Then once they got to a certain time slot, then they, they decreased the amount of time it would take for them to walk a certain part. So my point in sharing that is that they were trying to ingrain a habit. And from what I learned from that is to really build a habit, you have to curb your enthusiasm and start small and then build on that. So I decided to implement that same strategy into my own life. What I did do, I was, had a week off. I had a week off from work, about a week and a half. And every morning when I got up, I would go to the gym. I would just go and I would say to myself, okay, I'm going to run or walk three Ks, like on the treadmill. I'm just going to do three Ks. Three Ks is nothing. I will just go walk three Ks and it motivates me to see how much time I'm going, what's my distance. You know, I, that motive, seeing that versus walking on the street for me or walking around the block where I live, that motivates me more to know how long I'm walking for. It just, it does psychologically. So every day I, for that week and a half, I'd be on the treadmill and I'd be walking three Ks. And then two weeks passed and I said, okay, I'm going to now increase that by 200 meters, so it'd be 3.12 kilometers. And then every two weeks, it'd be 3.14. So I kept doing that, and I have to say, it's now been three months, and I'm still at the gym. And the way I realized that I'm doing it is because I curbed my enthusiasm. I didn't go, okay, I'm gonna now go for an hour walk, and I've got to pressure, you know, I, I, to build a habit, first try this. Just try a minimum amount and just do that consistently. Just do it consistently. So if you need to exercise or if you need to get successful at something, if you need to be a better parent or be more patient or, I mean, I'm not a parent, so I'm not speaking for parents here, but for exercise sake, for career sake, if you need to learn marketing, if you need to learn sales or if you need to learn how to upskill yourself in something, and we all need to upskill in some area of our life constantly, and you can't, you seem to, you know, get on and then get off again. You get on and then get off again. And that's very normal. But how to curb that is to curb your enthusiasm, like pick a date, pick what you want to do. And instead of saying, I'm going to never eat junk food for the rest of my life again, <laughs> you know, we get so enthusiastic, or I'm going to start the gym on Monday, or I'm going to send out resumes tomorrow, I'm going to send out 50 resumes, or I'm going to go and meet 50 people in my next networking event, curb it. Curb the enthusiasm just momentarily. It's not saying to diminish your dreams or, you know, like squander your, no. It's just saying to build habit, which is the mother of motivation, which is like, it's the be all and end all. It's the, what creates character. It's what creates a success. Just allow yourself to say, okay, I'm going to meet in my next networking event. I'm going to meet at least two people. And then do that for the next 
five, six, seven networking events that you go to if that's what you want to do. And then the next six, seven, eight, so I'm going to meet four people. And so you build it up. I'm going to get myself out of the house at least twice a week this week to go and, to go and just do a hobby if you, that's what you need to do. I'm going to go and go on the treadmill. For, you've just got to find what it is for you. And so motivation won't be, you know, something that you're waiting for or I don't feel like it. It's going to be because it's just a habit. And right now, wanting motivation is a habit, that I have to wait for motivation to have it is a habit in itself. But you, it's not a habit that's going to serve us. So we've got to break that and really focus on habits. What's the habit that's going to allow me to get successful as a parent, as a professional, as a um, spouse, whatever it might be, whatever th area that you want to concentrate on. And I want to end with this story. And so the question that was asking me, what's the role of motivation in success? And um, Marissa, Peer, Marissa Peer actually talks about this. And there's this, this situation where uh, someone wants to be a drummer. There's someone that she came across, um, Marissa Peer being a, a very famous therapist. And she was talking about in one of her interviews that she was having a conversation with someone who always wanted to be a drummer. That's all he really wanted was to be a drummer. So Put in your place whatever it is that you want to do. Okay, if you don't want to be a drummer, I'm sure you don't want to be a drummer. Who People that are listening to this podcast primarily don't want to be drummers. But what is it that you want to do? And if it is, great. And so what he said was he had a full-time job. So what he had to do was to go for auditions. He had to go for, um, you know, different auditions, you know, because he was working in a field that required him to be available at the drop of a hat. If someone called him, someone, an agent or someone called him to go and, you know, audition. And so what he realized, he had to quit his full-time job because he wasn't, had, didn't have the freedom to go anytime. So he thought, what do I have to do? Like I have to earn money. So he said, I'm going to drive a cab. And he hated to drive a cab. He did not want to drive a cab, but he did what he had to do. And so he would, he drove a cab for a little bit and then he thought, no, it's not working for me. So what else can I do that allows me to have my days free, but I can work in the evening? And then he thought, I'm going to work in McDonald's. I mean, I'm going to try and work in McDonald's. And so what happened was that when he applied to McDonald's and he was accepted to work in McDonald's, he got an invitation to come for an audition. And he got that audition and then he became part of a, um, I forget the name of the drama, but he became part of this worldwide sensation band and he, he was their drummer he never worked a day in mcdonald's but the moral of the story is that you have to do what you don't want to do to get to what you want right like and so people when he would when he says this story when he tells people this story people say oh my goodness i would never want to be a cab driver i would never want to work at mcdonald's like that would just be the total terrible like but that's the point that's why he is the rock star if that's what you want to be. And if you want it to be a rock star, you're not. Because he's willing to do that, which humbled him. He's willing to do that just for the purpose of getting to somewhere that really meant the world to him, meant so much to him. And so that's what it requires. So that is habit. That's a habit of him going and being a cab driver and then applying to work at McDonald's as a grown man because he just wanted to have a chance at this. And so was he, was he motivated to go work at McDonald's and apply? No. Was he motivated to go and be a cab driver? Absolutely not. But 
it's sacrificing momentarily what it is that you want to get to the success. And so that's the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that what, what role does motivation have in, in the whirlwind of success? Very, very little. Very little. I mean, I've interviewed Olympic swimmers uh, on this podcast and I asked uh, the, um, my, my guest what his routine was um, and he said to me, waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning, and I said, does that like, you know, how does that feel to wake up at 4 a.m.? He goes, everybody does that because in his circle, they're all swimmers. They're all training to be in the Olympics. And so waking up at 4 a.m. or waking up at 3 a.m. is not a big deal. It's like a done thing. It's, and it's just, just, it's habit. It's not like because I'm motivated. It's just, it's, it's habit. It's just what it's required. And it's not seen as though, oh my goodness, I'm doing something remarkable or I'm, I'm crushing it. It's because it's a habit to get to that level of success. And so that's what's required. So I hope that answers your question. So thank you very much for the question. But as long as we can build habits that serve us. So if for what's worked for me is I need to curb my enthusiasm can you believe it's an oxymoron it's just an irony i need to curb my enthusiasm and just start in small snippets and then build on that and that develops into a habit for me the moment i have said to myself in the past i'm a crusher i'm a crush you so much i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna run 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 and then i do that for about two days and then my day three i'm like i've got too much work to do i just don't have the time to go to the gym and work out and if I can just promise myself, I just got to do this much. That's all I've got to do. And I've promised it. I've kept my word to myself, which builds confidence, keeping your word to yourself, keeping your word to your appointments builds confidence. And that's just a snowball effect. So that's my A to your Q. If you have a question that you'd love me to give my insight or advice, or if you'd like a question based on passion to profession or how to unbox your gift, then please do email reader at unboxyourgift.com. I'd love to hear from you. Or if you found this episode helpful, please let me know, subscribe, comment, and please let me know so that I can give more of these types of Q&As because if it's of benefit, well, of course, well, why not? It'll give me a habit of answering more of these kinds of questions. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so, so much for listening as always. And wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, my advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift. Let's unbox it.